Hey guys and girls, welcome, welcome to, to Single to Sealed. Sealed. I'm Jerry, your host, and here with me is my co-host and wife, Brianna. As members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we have dedicated this podcast to helping fellow Christians navigate the treacherous waters of dating all the way to the winding roads of marriage. All are welcome in our podcast family, and we are so excited to have you here with us. Be sure to subscribe, follow, or favorite. Let's talk. Good morning, podcast family. This episode is an ASMR episode, so the entire thing will be done in whispers. Are you guys ready? Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. What's up, Single to Sealed podcast family? We are back for another episode, and today's topic is pretty fantastic, if you ask me. We are going to be chatting about chivalry. Is chivalry really dead? But this is from the guy's perspective. So it is important that I do have my guest and husband and other half here with me to talk about this with me today. Yee yee. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So today's episode will be specifically on the chivalry perspective as to the ye old men <laughs> that are listening to this. And the next time we're going to have another perspective from the girls. That's right. Chivalry goes both ways. Yes, it does. But we don't talk about that a lot. So we're here to, to bring it on home. So first of all, what the heck is chivalry? <laughs> right? People are always talking about, oh, chivalry or chivalry is dead. These days we have Google. And when I type in chivalry, I get a wonderful definition from dictionary.com that says that chivalry is the sum of the ideal qualifications of a knight, in <laughs> including courtesy, generosity, valor, and dexterity in arms. Ooh. <laughs> Also, gallant warriors or gentlemen. Jerry's like, I've been practicing my whole life for chivalry. Um, all those times laying down those Pokemon cards. Dexterity and arms right there. That's right. I come at you with the swiftness. <laughs> and I believe in the heart of those cards. I'm assuming most of us here on this podcast are not knights. We're not <laughs> ordained knights. Is that the word ordained? Sworn, no sworn knights? Knighted knights? Yeah, whatever. Don't they get knighted? That's not, most of us aren't. <laughs> and even that being said, the actual informal order of chivalry actually took place in like the 1100s to the 1200s and kind of evolved over time. So we're like a thousand years after that. And here we are still talking about this word <laughs> chivalry. So it doesn't necessarily apply to us being knights. But that concept, that definition, touching on a lot of key points of what we should be as good gentlemen, which was part of the definition, actually. Exactly. And, and we know that there aren't any real qualifications to meet when you're dating. I mean, you don't have to fill out a questionnaire to start dating women in today's world. And no one's going to behead you for not opening the car no. door or something. But No, in fact, in fact, you could be a terrible person. And still be qualified to date. And still get lots of dates. And still get lots of dates, exactly. <laughs> so anyone can pretty much date anyone that they want. But what we're trying to let you know is that chivalry is important to a certain degree. And we're going to dig a little bit deeper into why that is in this episode today. Yeah, and we believe that despite those qualifications that we say you don't really need to have, we do believe there are ideal qualifications or prerequisites. And I would just say that that's 
the same thing that was in the definition of chivalry. And I feel like what's been happening nowadays is lots of people think that chivalry is dead. And so they stop encouraging men to be chivalrous and to uh, do certain things like opening the car door or pulling out a chair or walking you up to your door to drop you off or, you know, walking to the door to pick up their date. I have had guys honk at me to pick me up for dates before. Also, like standing when a woman enters or leaves the room, standing until all the women in the room have been seated. Uh, There is one that is walking on the outside of the sidewalk alongside a woman. So there's lots of different types of etiquette that was included in the umbrella of chivalry. And I don't think a lot of that's taught anymore by mothers or by fathers nowadays because a lot of people do believe that it's unnecessary now. Not only what I say is it um, unnecessary, more like I feel like times times have changed in the way that we go about doing a lot of these things. And maybe we started to realize maybe it's a little inconvenient for us to be able to stand up or sit down every time a new woman walked by. I can imagine a Key and Peele sketch right now. Of a bunch of guys trying to have a conversation and they have to <laughs> sit down up and down a thousand times because this girl like walks in and out back and she figures out what the guys are doing. So what we're basically trying to say here is that's kind of the idea of chivalry that we think of today. Not so much those ideals, those concepts of how we can be good gentlemen and be courteous and kind, but more like the car door and the chairs and um, building doors and so forth like that. We We're confining it to the specific principles and sometimes guys can be annoyed by it but don't worry you're not alone sometimes girls are in fact annoyed by those (laughs) those things too because you know do we have to have these specific standards or things over our head in order to be a successful dater the answer is yes and no (laughs) (laughs) so none of that is bad it's never going to be bad to be a gentleman it's never going to be bad to treat a woman with respect. You know, really, it's never going to be bad if you always want to open a girl's car door. Because in most cases, it's going to be a sign of you being courteous and a sign of humility that you're willing to do so. However, we know that in today's world, where women are more inclusive and more independent, and some just downright hate when men do some of these things, what do we do as guys? What do we do? Because I personally have been on dates with a girl who says, I don't want you to open my car door. I can do it myself. Like, I have hands. And I've been on dates with girls that that is an expectation where you need to open their car door as part of the way that they feel respected. Despite what the world does tell us, most women do still feel complimented by genuine chivalry and courtesy. I personally believe that the world likes to change the view on what is acceptable. Of course, we know that with how dating has become in the world's view of dating. And they like to tell us things that are contrary to what God believes. And so I'm not saying that God says you have to open up the car door, but God does tell us that it is important to respect women and to treat them with that respect and show that respect to them. And that's where I think chivalry can be very useful and also important. Now, the important thing with chivalry is to be genuine with your actions towards a girl, meaning that if you're opening a car door or pulling out chairs for a girl and you're annoyed or rolling your eyes or not being, I guess, devoted or happy to serve the girl, then probably it isn't worth doing. (laughs) But if you are 
doing it out of a heart of service and a heart of respect for the girl, then chivalry is definitely the way to go. Manners and the general idea of proper etiquette will also help you overcome shyness or awkwardness in social situations or dates, because if you know what you're going to do, then you're not sitting there kind of guessing what the next move is. If you know the basic etiquette, and like to open her door and to help her to her seat and to let her order first, that kind of thing. If you know the role that you're going to play in that date or that social interaction, it's going to help take some of that pressure off of you of what to do next or what to say next or how to act around the girl because you already know the basic guidelines of chivalry. So it is something that is very helpful as well when you're dating. And that being said, and going back to the other perspective is even though uh, some dating partners may not appreciate or ask that of you, it's still worth knowing. It's still worth knowing uh, some of these common manners and etiquettes like Brianna talked about so that we seem more respectable and it shows our willingness to show girls the, the value that they're worth. So we keep saying chivalry and using chivalry. And again, I don't want people to think of chivalry as an action, uh, a specific a specific task. I want chivalry, in the for, for the sake of this podcast, to be related towards those adjectives that describe the gentleman. Mm -hmm. We know that many men now use it as an excuse. The whole equality and the genders thing is a reason not to be chivalrous, to not hold the door open because they're like, oh, she's a woman, you know, she wants to be independent (laughs) and be treated as an equal, so I shouldn't have to do anything for her. And I think that's the wrong way to look at it. Even though much of our music and our media nowadays tells us that we shouldn't treat women a certain way, even women themselves tell men not to treat them a certain way in our media. I can think of quite a few examples by like Cardi B and stuff that is telling men to treat women the opposite way. And we listen and praise music like that and media like that. But I think that just further supports disrespect for women uh, from the male point of view. I love a quote by Russell M. Nelson. It says, we who bear the holy priesthood have a sacred duty to honor our sisters. As daughters of God, their potential is divine. Without them, eternal life would be impossible. Our high regard for them should spring from our love of God and from an awareness of their lofty purpose in his great and eternal plan. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think that as men, we need to see this as a priesthood obligation. It's not just, you know, we we decide whether or not we should be genuinely kind to women (laughs) that seems like it should be pretty straightforward like we want to be genuinely kind and courteous and honestly you want them to treat you the same way so we should just do that because that's what good people do just not even in dating this could be applying to any situation so if we're already that kind of person it shouldn't be that hard to do that especially for somebody that you're trying to build love with as it pertains to what should i do what should i do in a world where There are girls that don't want me to do chivalrous actions, or there are girls that demand this. That's a great question. (laughs) (laughs) I actually took a Facebook poll once, and I asked people on my Facebook, if a man doesn't open your car door on the first date, is it a deal breaker for you? I was honestly surprised by how many of them actually said yes. There's a very large response to yes. And while it's good that these girls like have their standards, that's also limiting to your potential relationships that you could have because you need to have these conversations with each other before that resentment builds. 
and we've talked about this before. My rule of thumb is that you should always open the car door on the first chance that you have to have a girl in the car with you. And I say that because on the first date, you may just drive and meet somewhere. On the second date, maybe virtual, who knows. Just the first exchange that you have where you have an opportunity to open the door for a girl, you, you should always do it. Any opportunity you have to do a chivalrous action, you should do it. And that gives you an opportunity for a conversation. So a perfect example of that is while I was dating Brianna, before the very first date started, I opened the car door for her. And later on, we ended up discussing that. And I said, hey, by the way, do you like when I open your car door? Is that something you want me to do? Or do you prefer to open the door yourself? It was just a casual way of saying, you know, I'm, I'm here to respect you. But I'm also respecting the fact that if she'd rather open her car door, then I'm open to that too. And she said, it would be nice, but it's not something that I expect of you, right? Yep. I told him I, I mean, I like it, but in some cases it's inconvenient. And I think that's a response you're going to get from a lot of women. Uh, A lot of women do like their doors opened, especially on dates, especially on your first few dates when you're making that really good first impression, getting to know someone, it's nice to see that respect. But when you're in like a committed relationship, waiting for your man to open every single door for you can get kind of exhausting, especially when you're pulling up to somewhere and you have to wait for him to turn off the car, get out of the car, walk around the car, open your door to get out. (laughs) It just, yeah. I personally didn't prefer that. And I told Jerry that. I said, you know, it's nice when you open the car door for me, but it's not necessary. It's not something I expect, but I don't mind it um, every once in a while. And I also personally believe that when that happens all the time and it's just a rote thing that always happens, I, I honestly do think that it gets underappreciated. I think that it's something that that will lose its value. And you may say, oh, no, I'll always appreciate it. But I don't think so. I think that it, little, it loses its value a little bit. So in Brianna and I's relationship, what I've decided to do is say, okay, every once in a while, by surprise, I'm just going to do it. And you should see the smile that's on Brianna's face, like... Even as we're married, like the smile, like, oh, thank you for opening my door. Like she <laughs> she loves it, you know, because it's not something that I just do all the time. It's not just like, you know, and another example is uh, if we just go to Walmart, like it's just a casual outing. Don't do that. If we went to the Harry Potter, like Yule Ball and Brianna was like the prettiest this night than like, I'd ever seen her at this point, you know, like while we're dating and... I'm all dressed up in this super fancy occasion. Like, why the heck would I pass up this opportunity to let her in and out of my carriage? (laughs) Is how I like to describe it. It was like the perfect setting. So on top of all this, I would say, you know, just like be wise, as Jacob says. Like, what can I what can I say more? Like, be wise to the situations where you're using some of these chivalrous actions, because, again, it's. It's all about the sentiment. It's all about the feelings and the intentions and less about the day-to-day action. Yep. And I think that ties in really great with the quote by Elder Emerson Ballard that says, The young women want young men to respect them and show them common, sincere courtesy. Do not hesitate to show good manners by opening a door for them, taking the initiative and inviting them on a date, and standing as they enter a room. You can never go wrong with being chivalrous. And if a girl wants to get offended by you being chivalrous, then that's more her problem than yours. (laughs) Uh, The way she should react is by letting you know that she doesn't prefer that you do that and you guys can then discuss it. But I 100% agree with Jerry that you should always set your best foot forward and give the girl a chance to 
either accept your ex and let you know how she wants you to proceed or tell you that she doesn't prefer that you do that. I want to reiterate that it's okay if a girl wants to be treated like this all the time. You just have to be okay with doing that and meeting those standards and understanding that you might have to open her car door for the rest of your marriage, which could be 65 years long, you know? (laughs) So you just have to be okay with meeting her where her expectations lie. And some men are totally fine doing that and some men don't prefer to do that. So it's all about finding someone that is your match in where your their expectations are and where you're willing to meet them. So I have one last quote to share with the podcast. It is by A. Lynn Scoresby. It's from a 1987 article from, I believe it was the New Era. And it says, it never occurred to me as a young man that if a boy treats a girl like a queen, he is raising himself to a higher level too. All boys and men can learn honest courtesy, and all young men can be known as good dates, not because of their social standing or good looks, but because of the respect and kindness they show to those they date. I absolutely love this quote. (laughs) Like I said, it is from 1987, so it's a little dated, but I love the first line about how when a boy treats a girl like a queen, he raises himself to a higher level as well. Jerry and I had like a brief conversation about this quote before we started recording, And in my mind, I think of it as when you treat a woman like a queen, you are raising yourself to the level of a king. And I mentioned to Jerry, how do you think Heavenly Father treats Heavenly Mother? Uh, I personally think he treats her pretty dang well and probably is the most chivalrous guy that you would ever meet. And I'm not saying that everyone has to be opening every single door for every woman, but when it comes to your significant other... More is always more and more is always better. And honestly, like if Jerry told me one day, I want to open up the door for you every single time you get in the car, I would probably tell him no, but I would let him do it for the most part, unless it's really cold because it's sweet and it's a kind gesture and it's him taking time out of his day or whatever he's doing at that moment to show respect and love and have that moment of connection with me. And I think that's where it really comes down to with chivalry is, is making an actual display of your respect for your significant other. And then the last part I want to point out in that quote is it says, all young men can be known as good dates. If you're on a date and you are as chivalrous as can be and very polite and courteous, the girl will never walk away from that date saying you were a bad date. She might have not had a great time with you. You guys might not click or something, but she will never walk away and be like, oh, this guy was horrible. He didn't even open my door. He was so rude because you were being the chivalrous gentleman that I almost want to say is, is kind of required of you. And I think that's the most important note to take is, is how you are portraying yourself to everyone else, especially to the girls you date, is so important, especially on those first few dates. And guys, I think that the kind of person that you want in your life as a partner or significant other in the making is someone who will let you do and appreciate almost all of these things. Make sure that you're being selective to who you're choosing to date. And that who's also going to respect you when you are showing your respect to them by doing some of these chivalrous actions. So just to kind of wrap up this podcast here, I have a few last thoughts. The idea of chivalry is not dead, but the specific order and origin is, right? (laughs) So I think we get lost in the word chivalry. We are assigning to it actions instead of thinking about it as qualities and traits that make us great men that women 
would want to have. Knights were noble and good, and we should keep our standards high. We are not just knights, but nobility in our own rights. The scripture says, The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. That's Romans 8, 16, 17. So I think the standard is even higher for us to be gentlemen and to be good and to be kind and to display Christ-like attributes because we are joint heirs with Christ. We are nobility in our own right and not just a knight. And just to tag on that with the last thought that came to my mind as he was reading was as priesthood holders, you have the three Ps, right? The preside, provide, and protect. And truly, when you get baptized, you also take on you to comfort those that stand in need of comfort. And even if you your significant other doesn't want you holding open the door, you can still fulfill your chivalrous priesthood duties by following what Christ has laid out for us as members of the church and especially as priesthood holders and to uphold your covenants in that way of being kind and loving and protecting your significant other and keeping them safe and always being someone that can comfort them and support them and speak lovingly and kindly to them. And that's one of the most important parts of chivalry is the kindness and loving tone of your words. That's right. And we definitely didn't forget about the dexterity of arms part of the boat. (laughs) That's right. If someone's trying to mess with your women, they better catch those hands. Also, dad hands are a real thing. Like when your kid's falling over, and I don't know why dads are always so good at it, but they can always hop in there and like save the day. So, yeah, you got to hone your dad reflexes. Yeah, men have real reflexes, let me tell you. Jerry has <laughs> amazing dad like reflexes. It always shocks me when he catches a kid about to knock her head on something. And gentlemen who are listening to this podcast, if you're thinking to yourself right now, Psh, I don't need to work on anything regarding chivalry. I am in my A-game. This is your chance to kneel down tonight, pray to Heavenly Father, and ask Him, what lack I yet in my courtesy, kindness, or chivalry towards the women I date? And I promise you, He will give you a little spot where you can work on it, or maybe a big spot. Thanks so much, everybody, for listening to another Single to Sealed podcast. As always, we cannot do these things without you. Guys, please take these things into heart and try your best to be gentlemen and respect the women coming into your lives and women think about how this can apply to you and prepare yourselves for what we may have for you next time if you enjoy single to sealed be sure to invite your friends to help our podcast family grow if you haven't subscribed followed or favorited be sure you do so you don't miss out on any of our great content thank you for joining us today as we help you move one step closer to sealing the deal we'll We'll see see you you next time. time